0: how's it going everybody this is no layups podcast with yours truly carlito cruz and my partner jordan santa maria how you doing carlos how's it going we're back no layups. no layups all right so i'm glad you guys had a great weekend we are back in business and we are going to talk about three things today so we just found out that it was uh one of a legendary birthday today Shaquille O'Neal
1: Happy birthday Shaq
0: Happy birthday Shaq great guy the diesel the diesel superman you know so many nicknames for that guy it's ridiculous truly one of our favorites and we're going to talk about him today we're going to talk about his biggest our biggest memories with him what he means to the to the to the league to the NBA we're also going to talk about the standings now we noticed that it is getting crazier. It is March, all right? And we have a couple we have about 20 more games left and it's getting really crazy and we want to get into that. And also we're going to talk about tanking and is tanking a good idea? Is it not a good idea? Should we, should the league stop it? So, now first we're going to talk about Shaquille O'Neal. Now, yeah. and the boy Shaq, I mean just to shout out some some of his stats. The guy's
1: a Hall of Famer. He's a 15-time All-Star, four-time NBA champion, two-time scoring champion, 14-time All-NBA. I mean, the guy is like, he's like 20-time everything.
0: He really is. Yeah, definitely.
1: I mean, his son just signed to UCLA. So congrats to his son. Congrats to his son. The guy's living a good life. He's endorsed by everyone. He's on like five commercials every time you watch a TV show. Mm -hmm. Shaquille
0: O'Neal is iconic exactly and you know usually when these great great legendary players you know retire you don't know what they do sometimes and Shaq got into the the whole you know broadcast system with them with uh, TNT and he's really he's really made like a you know permanent stay there and a great home there with uh, Kenny and um EJ, Charles, EJ. EJ you know it's great and it's just it's, it's truly one of the best shows to ever watch. Honestly, like, I like it. They're real. They're genuine. They keep it real. They say whatever goes on their mind, you know. They usually start fighting each other. Like, it's, you'd think it'd be scripted, you know. I think, like, Shaq is a big, you know, WWE guy. And you, and you would love to see him, like, fight Charles in a ring. So, it's great. It's a great show. I like it. And uh, also for his stats, you know, he changed the game. He really did change the game, honestly. To to a point they they had to really like figure out how to stop Shaquille O'Neal from the post. I mean, it was just a catch, you know, not even dribble, just go up. It's it's over, literally. I, I mean, when you play 2K, the guy has his own like move set. Exactly. Like the rim pull dunk is because of Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, and and him and him like they had to fix the the um uh, what's it called? That fixed the the rims because they were breaking when Shaq was yeah. over there for sure. And like I'm pretty sure like three in the key is like due to Shaq just killing teams. Yeah, exactly. And so what? So let me ask you, Jordan, what's uh, what's one of your biggest memories you had of watching Shaq? Ah oh, man, my biggest memory of watching Shaq. I mean,
1: I think I think the one that comes to all of our minds is that uh, playoff game. It was a finals game against the Sixers, and Kobe threw up that alley oop to him, and he just like tore the oh, house down. Yeah. One of the most kind of iconic memories between him and Kobe kind of working as a duo. I mean, they were nasty. The the Lakers dynasty during that time was one of the best. I'm not even a Lakers fan, but you can't deny their greatness. I mean, you got to think, the guys got to play with Kobe in his prime, Penny Hardaway in his prime, and D. Wade in his prime. So, I mean, literally got to play with some of the greatest players to ever play. I mean, the guy is sick. And then, we always see him on TNT, as you said, just cracking jokes. Shacked in a fool is like yeah an all time classic thing now. Yeah, it's so. like you
0: want to get on it, but not really, you know. Yeah, so. no, no, you don't want to be on <laughs> it. Though. Some people
1: were crying about being on it too much. Dw- oh, exactly. Dwight
0: Howard, uh, JaVel McGee, JaVel McGee. McGee, yeah. But yeah, man, that that that's definitely my favorite moment of him that that alley dunk against the Sixers. Okay, uh, for me, I would go. I'd go a couple. I mean, I remember when uh, Shaq and Kobe shared that uh, All Star MVP a couple years back. That oh, was sick. That yep. was nice. I remember. Uh, um, I don't know if you all remember, but when uh, I think he was on the Suns and he like dove onto the uh, the bench, he was trying <laughs> to get grab a loose ball, and then everybody moved out of the way. I think he did it a couple he times. He like parted the sea over there. He really did. And
1: the scariest part is is like what if Shaq actually got hurt on that play. Oh my god. Like what if people would have said? Like he jumped into the stands and his whole team
0: just left him. Yeah, that would have been uh that would have been a not top 10 play for that sure. That would have been not top 10 all time, <laughs> number 1. But also, I think another moment with Shaq was uh I mean, he's just shared the floor with so many players. Even the Le- uh he was on the Cl- 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 Cavs team. He was. I forgot. He played with LeBron. He was on the Celtics. And I think that was a big a big issue when he got on the Celtics because Kobe was like, or I forgot who, but they were like, you know, you're a Laker. How are you going to share jerseys with yeah, the Celtics? How are you going to wear that green, huh? Exactly. And, you know, but it's really uh, tremendous what his journey has been. He's been a journeyman. He's been a champion. And he's, he's been through a lot and he's experienced a lot. And I've really enjoyed throughout the years just listening to him and what he has to say and watching him play. And what about his dance battle at the All-Star Game? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. When he put on yeah. the Walkie mask. For the Walkies, I do remember that. <laughs>
1: Who else can do that other than Shaquille O'Neal? Man?
0: I would have to say Shaq is probably, like, top five best dancers in the NBA. I got to say it. I top five to. best dancers all time in the NBA, for I, sure. I have to say that. I it might be to. top three. Might be, yeah, because I remember he, he, uh, he uh, dance battled LeBron. Um, I think it was the '06 or '08 uh, All Star. It was, yeah. And he was—he really got him, or and Dwight—he's got Dwight too. Like, yeah, he's—he's he's just a—he's a just a showmaker, you know, entertainer. You know, he belongs in the WWE. He belongs in all these shows. The
1: guy—the guy does it all. He's just multifaceted. He's kind of like the Rock, you know. Yeah, he is kind of like the Rock. The Rock can be in any
0: movie. He can do anything, and people are probably gonna like it. Exactly. And that, that's kind of like Shaquille O'Neal. And uh, and let me tell you, let me ask you this, Jordan. Like, do you think that when Shaq and Kobe parted away, did you think it was the best idea for Shaq and Kobe to part away? And that oh four year.
1: Well, it, I mean, it's tough. I mean, I don't know if it's kind of like was it the best thing or was it not the best thing. Um, obviously, there's there's drama going on. We got the uh, not not the documentary, but that interview that just came out between the two. Oh yeah. They kind of talked about how they were uh, hashing out their arguments and what went down but um it's tough man when you have two of like the top 10 greatest players to ever play ever on the same team I mean somebody's gonna get frustrated and somebody's gonna want the ball more than the other and especially with a guy like Kobe who demands the ball a guy like Shaq who demands the ball
0: it's tough to make it work out for um you know a long period of time. Very true, very true. I mean, we could say that we've seen top two players or two of the greatest uh, top two players like LeBron D. Wade. That's true, man. I think I think Shaq and Kobe are in another conversation, though. <laughs> Shaq and Kobe is the greatest duo of all time. We're looking at Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. It's true. So we we are looking at a couple of the, like greatest duos right now. But it is. It is kind of egos. It is alter, alter egos and who wants the ball, who wants the fame. You know and I think uh I think I I remember that Shaq was like saying like his um I forgot who called him but he's like you know you're you're getting old you know we're going to stick with the the 25 year olds we want we want Kobe we can't give you the max we're just going to have to send you away
1: Yeah and that I mean you got to feel a little bit disrespected you know you for for Shaq yeah I mean you've been the guy for how long you know Kobe's kind of like that newcomer who kind of just joined the party Everybody knew he was going to be great, but that's Shaq's team. That was Shaq's team before Kobe got there.
0: It was. But I, I remember, I think Shaq was like, I respect it. You know, I get you. Maybe he wasn't like that at that time, but right. I, we don't know. He says he respects it. He said that he respected that moment. He said he liked that. He got called. I mean, you usually want to be called and and be told instead of, like, looking on social media. Exactly. Looking on Twitter, they just got traded. So... You know, and and it worked out well for uh, for Shaq. He got that title with D Wade, mm-hmm. but then it all went downhill after that. Still, it was a great journey, and both guys. I mean, Shaq was great. Kobe was great. Yeah, no matter what Shaq does, man. Thank you, Shaq, for
1: everything you exactly. did. Exactly, and
0: and I feel like he's changed. He's changed a lot for us. Like I mean, I can keep on going, keep on going with this shattered backboards. The really the only
1: thing he did that was bad was just the shoes. His shoes yeah. were horrible. <laughs> yeah, those things were like
0: space boots. Yeah, man, like they were at Payless. I remember them at Payless, yeah. and I was. I like, think they're still at Payless. They could be still at Payless. And I mean, Ross, w- we could argue about one of like Stephen Marbury's shoes and Shaq's shoes could be in the same, yeah. like that's, 14.95. And that's tough, man. When yeah. you when
1: you're in the same boat as Steph, the, the Starberries, that's that's yeah. not a good look, man.
0: I, I mean, I like the Starberries a little bit uh, when they were at um. I forgot what store it was, but uh, I mean... The, the corner clothes. store. not uh, <laughs> nah, the corner store. It was... Uh, I forgot what it was, but... Next to, like, Dorito bags. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, one, prob- and probably Shaq's movies. We got yeah. Uh, what was it, Shazam? Yeah, Shazam wasn't a hit, man. And maybe his rapping. His uh, rapping was bad. It, it was... Uh, but other
1: than that, man, yeah,
0: awesome, player, awesome player, awesome guy. <laughs> funny guy. Yeah, just... Uh, yeah, like... Like, him him on TNT, perfect. I mean... All he has to
1: do is make facial expressions and talk in that deep voice. And <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: Run around and
0: do dumb things, and we're going to love him for the rest of his life. And we appreciate it. And we do appreciate it, for sure. We definitely do. So now, now just uh, after giving the respect to one of our legendary players that we'll see, Hall of Famer, now we want to get into standings. All right, so... We've been looking at the top—we've been looking at the 3 to the 8, 9 seed, okay? And it's looking crazy because every game is within one, all right? Like, the 6th sixth, sixth seed can go to the 3rd—can get to the 4th seed, you know? Like, it's crazy. One yeah. game really matters.
1: And if you're looking at the East right now, the Cavs sit in the 3rd spot, and they have a record of 37-26. and That's at the 3rd spot. If we go down to the eighth spot, it's the Milwaukee Bucks, and they're at 34 and 30.
0: So they're three games, literally.
1: Right. So you're literally looking at less than five games in between the three seed in the East and the eight seed in the East,
0: and the Bucks are legit, and they're in the eighth. Yeah, it's crazy. Like you, you say you say Giannis Akatumbo or Antecatumbo, you say that guy, and you're like MVP, but he's he's like in the 8th seed. It's crazy. Well, I think a surprise team in the East. I mean, you look at the
1: Pacers at four. That is right behind the Cavs? Like, the Pacers don't have much. I mean, they have Miles Turner, they have Oladipo. They have, uh, Sa- they have Sabonis. They uh, Sabonis. Other yeah, than that, uh, I mean, Darren Collinson, I think, is still over there, but, man, they're playing good. Like, to be in the four seed, 37 and 27? Yeah, they're slightly just creeping up. That is just ridiculous. I mean, then, then it's the usual suspects that are there. You know, the Wizards, you got your Miami Heat, who have been playing much better with Dwayne Wade.
0: Yeah, But it is
1: really interesting
0: how close all these teams are. Yeah, and definitely, like I saw that Cleveland is like seven games away from the two seed. So it might be a stretch to include Cleveland into the top two. Like the Raptors and the Celtics are are probably going to battle each other out to get that first seed. Because they're probably a game and a half within each other. So Cleveland really has to stay third. How sick would that be, though, if Cleveland stays third? Sitting at the sixth seed is
1: the <laughs> Philadelphia 76ers.
0: That'll be fun. That'll be that. Fun. Will
1: be a fun first round and a
0: dangerous first round, I think. And we talked about we talked about how uh, LeBron could end up in Philly. And LeBron was all smiles when he played Philly. They lost to Philly. You know, Jordan Clarkson was mad. So LeBron. I mean, we could see literally. I mean, what LeBron give it to Philly? Like, let him win. I don't know about letting him win, but I think if he loses,
1: there is gonna be strong uh interest in going over to Philly and playing with the process. For
0: sure. It could be a tryout, honestly. Like LeBron could be like LeBron could let I what I wanna think, what I wanna say that LeBron likes to do, he likes to make he likes to make, you know, uh the top cover, you know, of every magazine. He likes to make the top cover stories. And I feel like LeBron could be like, oh, you know, six games, why not? You know, like it could be in five, it could be in six. You know, like, I feel like he wants to just maybe stretch it and make a big story out of it, if that could happen. I feel like, LeBron, it goes behind LeBron's mind and that he thinks, like, you know, maybe we'll make this a big story, make make a, make ourselves more um, popular than the first and two seeds. I mean, it could be.
1: Yeah, and I mean, and if you look at the standings right now, I think one through eight is pretty much going to be set. I do not see the Detroit Pistons or the Charlotte Hornets getting into the into the playoffs. I think Miami's going to be in there. Uh, Milwaukee will for sure be in there. The Wizards will be in there even though John Wall's hurt. I think this the way it is right now, teams will move around, but that's going to be 1 through 8 right there.
0: Okay. And I, I feel like also like we could see some 8 seeds like really up, like an 8 seed upset uh, cuz the Bucks versus Toronto definitely did, did, if they, if, I,
1: it, if it's Bucks Toronto, the Bucks are going to take
0: that first round. Cuz they really they fought last year, you know, and it was ugly, you know, and it went it went deep. So, we could see a rematch, and I don't know. If, I, I don't know if I'm ready for that. If
1: it stays four or five with the Pacers being four and Wizards five, Pacers might be in trouble as well. Definitely. I mean, you got a lot of interesting matchups in the East, and I don't think we can
0: say that we've had that in a long time. Yeah, and and scary. Like we're 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 saying like the the lower seeds are are could really beat the higher seeds. So it's it's tremendous you got to watch out you got to see what your teams because your team your favorite team could really fall out and it could really be bad but let's go to the west and same story yeah the west
1: is just crazy kind of similar to the east the top two seeds in the west are the houston rockets and the golden state warriors and they're kind of just like running away from the rest of the uh the rest of the other teams in the west and then you got portland who was kind of like 12 and a half behind them. But then right after Portland, three through eight, we see the same thing that we see in the East, where it's like one game
0: in between each team. Yeah, would you even like suspect Portland to be third? Like, no, like it was, they, I'm telling you, it's just like uh, like Indiana. Portland just came out of nowhere and just like, it was like, like I said, like they're in line, they're, they're fifth in line, and then they just cut in and take the third spot. And the scary thing about the West, though,
1: we can't even say three through eight, we gotta say three through 10. Yeah, we really. It's just packed. Cuz if you look 3 through 10, you have in the 10th spot you have the Utah Jazz, Jazz. and then in the 9th spot you got the Clippers. And they're all in the same boat over 500. I mean, you put these teams in the East and they're in the playoffs. Yeah. So just the West is jam packed right now and it'll be extremely interesting to see who even
0: gets into the playoffs in that A seed. Definitely. And I mean we can't forget the Lakers are right there at eleven. They are four or five games behind of the t- of uh possibly like uh they're like no, they're like seven, eight games from the eight seed.
1: Look, man, I know you want LA to get in there. <laughs> it's gonna be a struggle.
0: But yeah, but we we'll, you know what we gotta believe it. I think uh Lakers gotta go eighteen and two or nineteen and two just to <laughs> just to get into that um just to get into the playoff picture. Not happening. <laughs> But, uh, no, 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 I was looking at the top two teams, and it's crazy. Houston is on a 15-game winning streak, and they're only half a game ahead of the Warriors. Like, and the Warriors are on their own five-game winning streak. So, it's like Houston really has to go 30, has to win 30 straight or something, just to just something, trem- like, ridiculous to one-up the Warriors, you know? Yeah, and I think a crazy team that's in the West over here is the Pelicans sitting at 4th. Yeah and you you really you really would have thought you you really would have thought DeMarcus Cousins would uh like slight like uh just give them less value but now Anthony Davis is like I'm the captain now you, you know like up look at play, me man. look at me I'm the captain now
1: I'm not I'm not going to lie though I see the Pelicans dropping into the 6 7 seed once you once, once so? it's all
0: once it's all over I I mean I see that look I don't see uh, to me I don't see any of this changing cuz the Nuggets are are eight but we could really see someone take that spot Nuggets could go up, Nuggets could go down. Thunder, they could go down. They're not looking good right now, honestly. Like, like is Paul George gonna stay if the Thunder don't even make the playoffs? Like that's that's my biggest concern on the Thunder. And is Russell, you know, not letting everybody have the keys? Cause I was watching one of the games, and you know, it's Russell's team, and they're still they're right there seven. You know, they were just at four or five, and 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 Minnesota. They stay, you know, to me, they look at they're staying at six and the Spurs saying five. So I just I don't see anybody else other than the the Warriors and the Rockets just changing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think my biggest concerns in the West are just going to be the four and five seeds between the Pelicans and the Spurs. I mean, you're losing two stars to DeMarcus Cousins for the Pelicans and Kawhi Leonard for the Spurs. Can you maintain your position in the West, which is just crazy right now? and try to, you know, stay in the playoff picture. I mean, you're, you're good right now, but really it's less than five games that separate you from being in the playoffs and not being in the playoffs. And when you play a team almost every week that has potential for being in the playoffs, it's going to be scary if you can really maintain the momentum.
0: Yeah, definitely. And when we look at, when we look at a series right now, four and five, very interesting, because they got to play the one seed so and san antonio imagine san antonio playing the 1 seed or um pelicans it's they're both dangerous teams and also i think another one would be the 7 they 7 plays third right uh 7 plays 2 6 plays, seven plays, third. plays 2 and oklahoma city i I've, I've been saying this like all year will will paul george stay if they like what does it take for Paul George to stay I mean verbal commitment does it stay second round exit does it say first round exit i th- I think you have to make the western conference finals at least that I really believe that and if it and if it were to end right now man it would be they gotta go seven games and they gotta win every game by a buzzer beater honestly to me yeah right to if, if it ended Warriors. right now
1: you had to go seven games against the lawyers. <laughs> And then if you got through that, that's a big if. Yeah. You're gonna have to see Houston down the line somewhere.
0: Yeah, and and I mean if you get through both of those teams.
1: Yeah, then you're gonna see what, Cleveland or the Celtics you're or see something. Yeah, you literally have to go through like the boss Russ, level.
0: Russell Westbrook has to go like God mode, honestly. And he can, I mean he can.
1: But he's Superman over there, man. He's their biggest their their biggest hope and their biggest threat, you know? Yeah. It just depends on Russ how, how is Russ going to play you know in the playoffs? Is he going to share the
0: rocket times? Is he going to shoot them out of games? We just don't know what we're going to get. And definitely it will be like I'm really liking this this playoff picture. I'm liking this last month of basketball. It's going to be interesting. There's not going to be any more resting because I remember that last year and a couple years befo- before the fans you know there'd be people that would buy their tickets you know for a Cleveland game at the end of the year and LeBron wouldn't play. There was one for the Spurs, you know, somebody bought a ticket for the Spurs and none of the Spurs guys played. Like it was really like just G League dudes. <laughs> I mean, that that kinda brings us into our next topic, doesn't it? In 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 tanking. And tanking. So we're gonna talk about tanking. Now, tanking has been a big issue in in basketball. All right. We've had multiple teams over the years, you know, just go nine and nine and fifty something, go in. You know, like 10 and and 12 and like 15, you know, not even win 20 games. And this year we have seen maybe perhaps could be the last year of tanking could be. Who knows? I mean, they are addressing that tanking is they're going to try to eliminate tanking. I mean, Mark Cuban just came out and said, we need to tank like we need to.
1: Yeah, man, you can't say that. You cannot say that, especially Mark Cuban, a and guy who I know a guy who's like popular, he's in the in the media eye, he's, he has like his own TV show, he's part of a, a shark tank, you know. Yeah, when you're that popular of an owner, you cannot
0: say we're going to go tank. You can't and as successful as he is, you know, give his motivated advice and, and say to kids, you know, and a guy who's
1: won a ring before won a if ring. I think uh, who said it? Jalen Rose, I think put it or no Stephen
0: Jackson put it best. If
1: you're going to take credit for the ring, you have to take credit when your team is struggling.
0: Definitely true, definitely true. That you, is can't,
1: you, you, can't, you can't just leave when, when times are going bad. You can't just say it's all over. I mean, you just got Dennis Smith Jr. For, if you're the Mavericks. So, I mean... Yeah, and he's nice. You yeah, know?
0: you know, you have a promising future. You just got to add pieces. That's it. Definitely. But they have not... It, when we go to the Mavericks, they're not the best place to go for uh, free agency. They're not really luring, pl- luring players. That... Uh, what's his name? Dirk Nowitzki's been taking a pay cut for the last twenty years, and he's going to retire. And sure. no one's gone to that team other than um, who? Uh, Harrison Barnes, Wesley Matthews, Wesley Matthews. That's it. Like those are those are the biggest names that they and got. Those are ugly contracts that they have over there. And they almost got DeAndre. So. I mean, for Dirk Nowitzki to take pay cuts every single year and not get none of like not get any players, it's it's just a little sad to me. Yeah,
1: and 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 right now in the West, I mean, you got the Mavericks sitting at thirteenth, the Suns at fourteenth, and the Grizzlies at fifteenth. All really just trying to fight for that number one pick.
0: Yeah, and and if we look at their records, they all they're all within a game of each. Dallas has nineteen. Like we go to Sacramento. Sacramento has twenty games. Dallas has nineteen games that they won. Phoenix has 19 and Memphis has 18. They're just like, look, like, if you lose we're going to lose. <laughs> and yeah, and then and then we go to the west, we go to the East and it's like Chicago has 21, Brooklyn has 20, Orlando has 20 and Atlanta has 20. And you know, I was watching uh Phoenix versus Atlanta and no nobody wanted to win that game. <laughs> like I like, just
1: I just feel like a team that is really tanking for me and it's just like how are you tanking is the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies? Come on, man. You have uh, Mike Conley Jr. You got Marcus Cole. He's hurt. He's hurt. He is hurt, but he wasn't hurt the whole season. Like, you got Marcus Cole,
0: Tyreek Evans.
1: Tyreek Evans like you don't have enough pieces there to win <laughs> at least 25 to 30 games.
0: It is surprising that they are last. 18 games. They're the worst team in the NBA. That is You wouldn't you wouldn't have said that in the beginning of the season. They used to be the grindhouse
1: like last year. Yeah. Like they, no one wanted to play there. They lost a lot of pieces though. They lost they lost
0: pieces. It is just, like, what is going on in Memphis? That is, yeah, definitely, I, I'm surprised. And, you know, when we go to this tanking, like like, like we have said earlier, that some of these teams don't want to win games, and they will do whatever it takes to not win games. Like, their, their coach will get a memo, play these players. Don't play these players. Play less time, <laughs> you know, and it's like... You know, and we got guys that are trying to, like, beat each other. Like, Atlanta and Phoenix, I'm going to go back to that game. They won by one, and it was just, like, nobody, like, they were really trying to, like, the coaches were like, man, you know what? Just just let them have it, you know? And the guys, the, you know, the players, you don't want to lose, you know? Like, you hate losing. It's, they just look bad, man. There's just it,
1: There's just such a discrepancy between some of the good teams and some of the bad teams, and it's big. Like, it's bad. Do not tank any more teams. Play to win the game. That's why you play. That's why you get paid the big bucks. Exactly. And then if I'm really looking at it, if you're going to tank, who in the draft is going to be that player that's going to change your franchise around? Because don't tank and not get anybody that's going to help you.
0: <laughs> Definitely. That
1: would be worst-case scenario. Like, eh. I mean, if I'm looking at the draft, I'm looking at Marvin Bagley from Duke as probably the number one guy that can change the franchise.
0: Yeah, center, can do it. He can lefty. change,
1: yeah, he lefty, center, can score, can, can defend, up. can do a lot of things. And then you got uh, Trey Young. Trey Young, I don't think he's someone that's going to do it immediately, but he might have like a Steph effect
0: where it's going to take him a couple years. He just, he just needs a good system. you know. Just... He needs a good
1: system. He
0: needs the right system where he's going to have the go-go green light. So he's a little guy, and he just needs people to protect him. Like Portland... I always believe Portland has the best, one of the best systems with their little guys. Cause CJ's 6'3 and Dame's like around that too. Yeah. And you know, they like, they are protected by all their other dudes. Cause all the other guys are like 6'7 and over. Like there's no, like Shabazz is probably uh, 5'11 and he's, and he's probably, they're the, the three smallest dudes. But they just get screens and screens and screens, like yeah, they, flares, they flares, They basically flares. just
1: run, like, two
0: ones around the court with a bunch of bigs, just yeah, and athletic bigs. And it's beautiful to watch. And, I mean, Dame gets 40, 50 sometimes. So you really got to thank that. You really got to thank it for that. So I really think Trey you United know, needs to get into a system like <laughs> that where they focus on him, get the bigs to help them, you know. but yeah.
1: and, then, and then outside of those guys, I mean— there's a few other players that look good. I mean, Miles Bridges from Michigan State. If he goes to the draft, um, Mo Bamba, uh, DeAndre Ayton. There's a couple guys. I mean, DeAndre Ayton could be a difference maker. He could be. Yeah. That guy's humongous. But he, he, did
0: he take money? He took money. huh?
1: He took money, but he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna get out of college anyways, and it's gonna be off his oh, hands, man. and he's not gonna have to worry about it. All right, so up. I good
0: mean, enough. it it'll be interesting. Okay. Okay. And oh, and then last thing about tanking, they're all playing each other. Like they're basically playing each other. So if you really want to watch bad basketball, or if you want to watch some uh some weird decision making in basketball, watch these these uh last teams play each other <laughs> and it'll be interesting.
1: Yeah, and if you just see some of the highlights on house of high uh what is it it is house of highlights. House of highlights, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's bad basketball. Literally people are smoking layups. Yeah. They're throwing the ball out of bounds, and the most randomest dudes are playing. Like you'd be like, "Who is this guy? Yeah. Like, where is Devin Booker? What Euro League did you draft that guy from?"
0: <laughs> exactly. Why aren't your best players playing? It, it's just weird. Yeah, definitely, and hopefully, tanking ends somewhere around this time. Maybe next year. Maybe the year, maybe the year after. We don't know. But wait, wait. Let me ask you one more question. Now, we've seen tanking before. What is the biggest moment of tanking you've seen? I, I'm going to say 76ers. But the 76ers what? win. Because they, they tanked, like, what, four years in a row? or Okay, okay. Three years in You're a talking row? about before
1: they got Embiid and Simmons. Yeah, before they got Embiid. Ooh, man. I mean.
0: It could just be the Sixers, huh? Yeah,
1: the Sixers were big time. That was, that was forever. That, or, they were on a historic rate of tanking. Like, they
0: really were. Like, it was depressing basketball. Uh, they won, I think, nine, ten games every year. Or maybe less. Maybe eight. You could say Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. When LeBron
1: left, I mean, they just went in straight depression. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah. like, Anthony Bennett, come here. <laughs> they, and I then think, what happened to that guy? Oh, man, that's sad. Who, yeah. else, who else did they get? They got a couple first-round picks. Uh, oh, they got Kyrie. That, was, got the, Kyrie that was the Tristan best Thompson. thing to happen. Yeah, Tristan Thompson. But they
0: lost, They have the record. I think they might have the record of most losses in a row. Most first-round picks in a row, I think they yeah, have the record, first, too. first-round picks. Oh, yeah, because they got Wiggins, and they, got, they traded him. They got Anthony Bennett. That didn't go so well. Uh, they yeah. should have picked somebody else. I don't know who they should have picked for. They they went through a that was a bad that was a bad draft. Anthony Bennett's draft. Like I think I don't know who came out of that one, but it was just a bad draft. One of the worst drafts. You ever. couldn't really you couldn't really expect any of those guys to be like who they were now. So it was kind of hard to decide who you wanted to pick because yeah. they were going Cleveland when they were tanking. They were trying to fix. They were they had this theory of getting LeBron back, and I mean it's crazy that it happened. So they were—they got Kyrie. They got the one. They got Tristan as the four. Remember, they got Andrew Bynum to, to make the ideal, like, LeBron. We yeah, need that they, three, they need got that three guy. They got a homeless Andrew Bynum. <laughs> they got Deion Waiters. Yeah, they did get... Andrew Bynum was crazy at the time, but he was hurt. He was a former All-Star, former champion. Very true. But, uh, oh, and another one I think would... Uh, no, Sixers and the Cleveland biggest Sixers tanks. and
1: Cleveland are probably the biggest tanks of all time.
0: Yeah, I, I wanna say I mean we could go other teams. We could go my Mi- uh Miami. Now nah, after uh Shaq. because uh, they got they got Michael Beasley as a team. Yeah, two. I wouldn't say
1: they're tanking. They're okay. In the East yeah. you can't it's hard to tank
0: in the East. You're right, you're right, actually. <laughs> That's why Cleveland did something amazing. Like, that, that is, that is true. And seventy six but I would say that maybe if your team's tanking right now. You know, it it might be a good team. It might be a good thing. You know, you you might really get a Steph Curry like dude, or you might just get a stretch like a uh, stretch four dude. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, really, there's two ways to look at it. Either we're going for the championship, or we're going for the
1: next big thing. So, don't be in between, because that's what Memphis was, and now look where they are. Yeah, and I eighteen even... and a hundred. Definitely, it's looking ugly.
0: But yeah, so. That's an, that's about it for the Note Layups podcast. I thank you for listening, you guys, and thank you for everything that, you know, goes through here and just thanks for the support. Definitely thank
1: you to KCSS for always letting us use their equipment. And uh definitely continue to listen to us. We'll continue to bring content and uh it's no layups, man. No layups.